as CGP Grey says and multiple times in his videos and in Cortex, he's like, journaling is ridiculously effective. It's way too effective for like what a calcium level task is. another episode of the productivity lab where we put the tips tricks and methods of getting stuff done to the test i'm your host mark and i'm kyle and in this episode we're going to go back to the analog with the theme journal or theme system journal but before we get into that <laughs> kyle what have you been up to and i've been busy working on project Canipsy uh right now which is i guess now the adopted name of this a uh, secretish project I've been working on. It's a writing-related project. Uh, it's involving a lot of rewriting of something I wrote last January. I thought I'd be done with it by the end of the month. I'm like maybe 30% done with this rewrite. So <laughs> I think it's a bit too optimistic when I started this whole project. But uh, my plan is still to get it out by sometime in April. So we'll see about that. But I've uh, adopted this whole system in my life that I'm just absolutely loving called the, uh, I guess, pseudo coffee shop or faux coffee shop where every day after work, I make a batch of decaf coffee and I move from my office to a, or to our dining room table. And I drink some decaf coffee and turn on the same focus playlist. I listen to every time I try to focus and I get out my laptop and just pretend that I'm at a coffee shop with my decaf coffee in the uh, dining room. It's been very effective, I'd say. Uh, on days I don't want to do it, just like having the right triggers in place just makes it so much easier to slip into that mindset of focus mode. So like having the smell of coffee works, changing the environment works. Like I purposely sit on the side of the dining room table that I don't sit when we eat because I want to uh, associate this as like a different perspective on it. So I, I purposely sit in a different place, so saying there triggers that part of my brain, the coffee, uh, even the playlist helps a lot too. So I've been working in this virtual coffee shop uh, mode for a while and it's been super helpful. It's been saving me a lot of money from going to an actual coffee shop every day after work. So overall, uh, I've been doing that and I've also been uh, working on the casting process of the audio drama that I'm working on, which is ridiculously crazy to schedule. <laughs> like People's schedules are over the place. Uh, and so... It's really difficult to get the same people in the same room. And right now we're just trying to cast. You're just going to be like, read like five minutes of a script. That's it. Maybe even less than that. And that's ridiculously hard to get people to do. I'm kind of not looking forward to the part where we actually get everybody in the same room to record together because schedules are wonky as hell, especially like whenever you have people in your life that uh, work uh, on the weekends that you want to uh, work in this project. So... Uh, we are working our way through that. So we have yet to cast a single person, except for, I guess, you, Mark. We pretty much get the role the first time we tried casting. <laughs> uh, we all do, we do want you to reread it, though, uh, just to be sure. Uh, but, yeah, we, we have some virtual casting meetings scheduled, or a virtual casting meeting scheduled on Monday and maybe one tomorrow. So, yeah, it's, it's a slow progress, but our due date's August because we expected this to take a while. Uh, the writing part's the easy part. Everything else is the hard part. So we we have a while to our due dates, and hopefully we'll eventually be able to meet it. If it means like recording, like every like once a month, but like for three episodes, like just get everybody in the same room for like eight hours, really make them mad, buy them a lot of pizza and beer, and hopefully, uh, hopefully then we could have something done. 
but it's a it's a crash course into producing radio it feels like and it's saying that as a person who's been podcasting for like i don't know five years now the leap from doing something with like just one other person to like i guess like five or six other people on the main cast of the show is crazy hard and i'm not even acting in the show i'm deliberately not acting because i'm not a good actor maybe i'll do a few things i but we'll see if we can't find a role maybe i'll do one of them but yeah that's just been focus on audio drama and focus on project Canipsy and also lots of reading. Uh, how about you, Mark? Did a little bit of writing for project, which started another work vacation, uh, using time for a canceled trip due to Omicron. And I started back class and I'm taking two copy editing class, which is a decision I now regret. <laughs> um, it's just a lot but so I'm trying to power through to at least finish. I finished one, hopefully, and by mid next month, and then the last one by mid March. Mm-hmm. But they're both tough copy editing classes. That's zapping all my mental energy. No, oh, really. And I got yeah copy copy editing editing is i mean you know you're yeah it's exhaust mentally <laughs> exhausting and then especially when you're going to be graded on something for me there's that added pressure because then it's like well i didn't find as much as i thought i would find am mm-hmm. i missing something do i just suck at this or <laughs> you know what what's more and there's lots of little things that you have to make sure and fact checking and looking up uh, references and resources and tables and graphs and all that fun stuff so it's kind of exhausting like one the first uh one assignment is a 20 page doc i mean those that's not terrible like mm. if i plan to edit novels for example right uh, but it's more academic so um it's heavier copy editing so it's a little bit more mental strain if you will mm-hmm. than your standard i i would guess fiction novel so I'm doing the first part now, which is due for my heavy copy editing class. And then I have another assignment for my fiction copy editing class. <laughs> it's all due tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been going over that breaks, going over it breaks and, and back and forth. And then looking through all my books to make sure I got all the rules right mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. And uh, so that's been fun. That's what I've been mostly consuming my time and will consume my yeah, time well. going forward. So even though I've been off, it's been nothing but schoolwork, uh, honestly. So it's been nice to at least have the time off of work, even yeah. though I would have been on a trip. But since that was canceled, uh, it's, you know, seems that it was right since now I'm putting that time to classwork. So we're not sure how I'm going to survive the rest of these next coming weeks doing two classes at once. <laughs> yeah, especially working a full-time job and everything. Yeah, yeah, working a full-time job. and But I just want to, it's been almost a year. And I just want these to be done with. <laughs> how many more Which classes? is probably why I signed up. So after, you know, after the end of March, I, wouldn't, I won't have any more classes. And so I'm looking forward to that. So you'll be done with like this whole certification course by then? Yes. Okay. 
feels like I've been doing these classes for a while, but I thought that I had like at least another year left. And at least that's good. No, yeah, this this program is just one year long. I thought about taking. Oh, it feels a like break. it's been longer. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I thought about taking the winter off, but then I was like, no, no, because then that just makes it longer when I finish it. Yeah, and I just, I just, I'm learning so much. It's a lot, but I just want it to be done because it is so much. You, you know, again, full time job, and then you've you got a class that you're taking um mm. that takes about 10 to 20 hours uh extra per week to handle to do i i would like to go back to doing nothing after work for a little while mm-hmm. that's my drama uh <laughs> classwork <laughs> which has been fun so let's let's move to a different theme outside of uh education and let's hop into a theme system journal so, Kyle, you know more about this journal and the one that I have mm-hmm. was gifted from you. So can you tell us a little bit about it, what it is? Yeah. So the Theme System Journal is a, I guess, a product by CGP Gray and Mike Hurley of the Cortex podcast. Uh, a couple years ago, they started saying called Cortex Brand, which is like their own company. That's like a spinoff of the podcast because they realize that they talk a lot about things in the productivity sphere and a lot of the things in the productivity sphere don't actually tend to match their brains. So they started this whole line of products called Cortex brand, which only has, I think the theme system journal right now and the subtle, the subtle notebook and also like merch because like every podcast has merch except for us. But, uh, they, uh, they were working in Cortex brand for a while to produce, I guess, more uh, more items out there that kind of match their workflows versus like the things that people make for them. Since I've actually mentioned in the show before, like the thing with like the productivity world is that everybody's brain is different. So there's never a one size fits all solution to anything. And there will always be like a new to do a to do yeah, a new to do list application or method out there because everybody's brain is different. And so this is them adding onto the ecosystem by adding onto the theme system journal. Uh, and Cortex, they they started the whole trend of the yearly themes like we did on a previous episode. I think that was the last episode. I can't remember. Let me check the schedule. Uh, no, it was two episodes ago. Episode 66 was our 2022 yearly themes. And and, uh, and the theme to them is less of a is less of like a resolution with like set goals and more of a focus area like a general term that you work with to kind of focus your day, your year in. So to spoil our 2022 yearly theme episodes, my theme this year is a year of focus and I'm trying to focus more, be a little bit more deliberate things in my life. So uh, Mike Hurley, who loves paper stuff, uh, in a sense of like, like our dynamic, Mark, he would be you and Gray prefers more digital stuff. So he'd be me. Uh, Mike Hurley wanted to create a notebook for the show that kind of works with these whole, with the theme of themes, so to speak. They created something called the Theme System Journal because Mike has a podcast called The Pen Addict. He reviews journals and pens in there a lot. And so they created this thing called the Theme System Journal, which is a journal divided up into three parts, I believe. Uh, the first part is a page that is just saying what your theme is. Actually, it starts out with a whole description of what the theme and the yearly themes are. But there's a section 
Let's start out with a theme where you let, list your themes, and there are actually four sheets of these, I think. Let me count this up. I have one in front of me. There are three. Wait, I can't math right now. I'm still waking up, guys. <laughs> yeah, there are four <laughs> sheets. Because the idea is also it could be divided up into quarters as well. And uh, you could write down your theme. You could write down your description. You could also write down your ideal outcomes to it. And that is the general part, part kind of like to reflect upon it. I don't use a section at all. I write all this stuff down in Notion. Uh, so I don't even touch a section. And then the back portion, I'm going to leave the middle for last because that's what I use the most. The back portion is a series, is pretty much like a grid of uh, circles, rectangles, uh, where you could uh, basically write down like the different things you're trying to focus on in your life. Like I do this in my, if you look at our Strange Habit episode, I have this very complicated spreadsheet that I use to track everything in my life. I do a digital version of this. That's pretty much the same idea where you write down uh, the focus area in your life. So it could be like relationships, it could be podcasting, it could be writing, it could be exercise, or it could be anything in general like that you're trying to focus on. Uh, you write that down and then you score yourself on a zero to three scale. So in this case, it's a empty circle, it's a half-filled circle, or, or it's a full-filled circle. And how you measure that is up to you. Uh, you set your own bars for these, but like a, ha a half-filled circle usually means like I got mostly the way I wanted to go this way in this, but I didn't quite reach it. The fully-filled circle means that you reach your goal, you're very satisfied with this part of your life today, and an empty circle means that uh, you uh, that you didn't either you didn't do it that day or you failed yourself that day. It's up to you like how you want to treat that one. So that is the back of it. But the portion that I use because I only use one portion of this is the middle section, which is the uh, bulk of the journal. It is a white sheet of paper, or white sheet, all paper is pretty much white. It's a blank sheet of paper with, uh, with a, let's see, one, two, three, four, five rectangles on it. Uh, they have nothing on them except for being specific sizes, and they have dot grids instead of ruled, because dot grids are just cooler than ruled, I think, and I'm happy they think the same way too. Each section is assigning you divide up to how you want it to be divided up. And this is like the part like where they allow you to have flexibility within constraints. And you could do various things. You could do like the first section is like your achievements that day. The second section is like the things that uh, you uh, thought were funny that day. And then your final section could be like like a reminder for yourself tomorrow, like a reflection of your goals. And then the or not the final section, the middle section. And the final section could be like like write down like your favorite moment of that day, just like a way to take a work on it. It's just, it varies like depending on your person. It's very flexible. You find the right way to, that's good for your brain. Uh, CTP Gray actually has a really good video that he just published a couple of weeks ago before the, we record this episode about how he uses the theme system journal. Highly recommend you checking it out. He uses it completely different than I think we do when we get to how we, do, how we talk about it or how, uh, how we use it. But that's the gist of it. Uh, and the bulk of the section has 90 pages. That's so supposed to be for per quarter, so it's not too big. And yeah, that's pretty much the gist of the theme system journal. It's a different kind of journaling system, but it's for different kinds of brains out there. And it's designed to be flexible because the two creators of the theme system journal, they don't even agree of how they use it. They just kind of like the format and they work from there. So I guess like a year ago now, I gifted Mark a theme system journal since I know he likes pen and paper. So I bought myself one. I bought him one. And although it only has 90, 90 days worth of paper in it, 
And we kind of forgot that we got this item or I got this item for him to review in the show a while ago. We're finally back a year later to talk about it. So this might be the longest, this might be the longest uh, duration between starting a challenge, then putting it down and then reviewing it. But I'll have you know, spoiler, I've been involving the system in my life on off again for the past year. So it's not forgotten yet. So Mark, I explained how, I, how it's used in general. How did you use it yourself? Yes. So this uh, was also used often on for me as well because I was already using, um, I guess what I call my common commonplace book, which is just a mixture of a, it's a dot grid. Yes. Dot grid is it's the biz. I use it for, again, my journal. If I journal, if I do any gratitude mm-hmm. stuff, um, if I'm recording any notes or quotes or ideas, everything I stick it within there for that day so it'll be a whole mixture of things uh, for that so I already use was using a commonplace book the new thing that I was trying to do at that time is when you got me this book I had just gotten the daily stoic meditations mm. books and I was going through those and uh, annotating uh, the books and I was like you know it'll be pretty good. So then my first uh, usage was actually with our daily st- our stoicism mm-hmm. episode. Um, so how I use it, and it's when I review a, a passage out of the daily stoic meditations. Mm-hmm. So it's not every single day uh, that I do that, but I keep it on my desk and I do flip it open when I'm doing like any morning meditation mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I would flip this open and then I will record an entry within the theme system book. So how I use that is, um, of course, in those five sections, I'll do the, you know, obviously the date and then the title of that particular meditation that I'm reading for the day. And then I'll pull out either a quote or two Mm -hmm. for the uh, meditation. So if there was a particular line or two that I really enjoyed or liked, um, I would use the one of those top two boxes for that. And then the bigger uh, box section is I will actually write my thoughts to reflect on that. Yeah. Particular quotes, how I can apply it uh, throughout the day or throughout the week. And then uh, towards the end of the day, if I wrote an entry for that, um, I will kind of write on the last box whether I, you know, succeeded in meeting that or if I'm doing the challenge for a week, for example. Um, I write whether I uh, succeeded in accomplishing that particular, you know, viewpoint um, or, you know, meditation uh, and stoicism or not. So that's kind of how I use it. I mm-hmm. don't actually use it for my daily journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you use anything else for that? Yeah, um, I just uh, right now I have <laughs> Ugmunk notebooks. Oh, so of course, I just yeah. filled up my other Ugmonk notebook, um, that one's filled. So um, put that one away in storage because there's still some stuff that I need to reference or transcribe in that notebook. And I got a new notebook. It's actually disc bound. So it's the, uh, yeah. you know, edges with the little disc that you can, if you have the punt, hole puncher for it, uh, you can punch in new pages. Or oh, that's not. nice. So I can, yeah, it's really nice. And so it has a leather cover. Uh, for it, black leather cover for it, gold disc rings, and it's dotted paper. 
uh, grid dot paper. Mm-hmm. Really nice. I love it. Uh, so that's what I use. I like the dot grid because I can structure it how I want. Yeah. And it changes in how I'm using it. That's so dot grid versus beards are ruled, I think, for that reason. Yes. And so it, it will make the usage of the theme system notebook hard for me, even though it does have dot grid. Mm-hmm. It does have like sectioned off areas on the page. And that would annoy me, yeah. My, yeah. my usage of it. So I don't use it for that. I use it for something very structured, like doing the meditations, mm-hmm. which is very structured. And I have a process for it. One or two quotes, a reflection, and then a review. And so the theme system journal works fantastic in that particular way because I do not do my journal or day like mm-hmm. that when I'm doing when I'm writing in my just my commonplace book. My commonplace book is all about my feelings when I'm feeling that day. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> and I and I don't section off anything like that. So I can write a journal entry in the morning or you know, for that dated page. I'll keep that uh uh dated page and then I may be writing notes in there from a lecture I'm watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. either some book quotes or something that comes to mind, or maybe um, I'm thinking about an idea and I'm journaling it out. All of that will be contained in that, you know, multiple pages, free form. You know, I can structure it how I want mm-hmm. in my commonplace book. And then, you know, when I got a new new date, I write the new date on the next page and continue on. And so that kind of conflicts with the way the theme system of journal is, is tracked. But for my usage in the daily stoic meditations, I really like um, how it's structured uh, in that regard. And I do not use the themes in the front and I do not use the habit tracker in the back. Yeah. Um, so those are two areas I do not use at all. I use just straight up the middle pages for the same. But it's because I have the, those things elsewhere is like I use the habit tracker on the spreadsheet and I use Notion for writing down on my themes each year or my focus for the month or the week. So, right. Yeah. So I use exist if I'm putting oh, yeah, exist, yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Right. And then I have a notion for my habit tracker and my used to be my monthly templates. Now it's I'm going quarterly. So I have, you know, January, February, March, a database, mm. a checklist of things that, that I'm tracking for habits. And it's very different kind of different than how I'm using exist Mm -hmm. exist or smaller things. Like did I go to Starbucks to get coffee? Mm -hmm. Was I tired that day? I use Uh, exist as a log for my day. Like, okay, here's what I did. So that way because exist will, you go back and look at all of your old days. You'd also, uh, they'll show you like a random day on the home screen. Right. So I, I like to see what happens sometimes. I'll check it all the time for the random day, but it's just nice to see what what it shows. And also like, It'll find like the happiest day of the past year and then it'll show you the log. <laughs> well, my happiest day of the past year, I didn't write down what happened. So I have no idea what happened that day. I can check the tags to get an idea, but that's it. I think it I was out of town. be a mystery. I think I was out of town. That's what I think what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, that brings up a point. Uh, so for the theme system, I guess before, I guess I should go into how I use it first. Uh, I use kind of the suggested method where the first uh, where the first block is the good things that happened to me that day. The second block is the bad things that happened that day because I think it's good to acknowledge that anyways. And the third big uh, block is my thoughts in the day. 
and the bottom smaller block is what I'm looking forward to the next day. And then the top part where the uh, date is, I actually give each day a unique title because I think there's a lot of enjoyment in giving like a unique title to it because I love writing short stories and I love like writing things in general. And one of my favorite parts about writing is titling things, giving things like a, the proper title. Like when I find the right title, it just feels great. So uh, after I'm done writing down everything for the day, I'll think of a title and I'll write that down. I have re- reused titles before because this is what happens. Overall, I try to keep it as unique as possible. And also I have a habit of scanning my notebook every morning. Well, it's not every morning. Ideally, it's every morning. It's usually like every three mornings. I will get out my my phone on my camera, turn into the document scan mode and scan it up to uh, my cloud storage because I want to be able to back those up and make sure I could read them in the future if something does happen to it. Because a couple of years or last year, I found my notebook from from like my second year after college and I read through all of it. So it had like all my tasks for the day on it. I was using a bullet journal at the time. And also the end of each day I had like three sections I'd like write down thoughts on the day. So I read, I reread that and I was like, oh, I should like really like archive these things for future proofing them. So I go and I try to make a habit of, of archiving every couple of days. So you'd have those uh, backed up. Uh, my actually the old service I was using to, to archive my, my journal, uh, which was on OneNote. Uh, that lost all my scans. So I had to go back and rescan everything for my theme system journal last year just because I didn't want to lose them. So I spent an hour and a half scanning everything back in. That was not fun, but it was worth it for future me, as I told myself. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but anyways, uh, going to the theme system journal itself, I, for a while, was using it nonstop from, I looked up, from pretty much uh, December like 28th of 2020 to like May or June of 2021. When I scanned through all my journals, like, wow, I use this way longer than I thought because I I don't tend to have paper prioritized in my life. But I think when the summer came, things got a little bit more active, saw more people, and I just didn't, I would like be up later or whatever, and I just kind of fell out of the habit of actually using the theme system journal for a while. And Exist I've been using nonstop for like the past like two years or so. And so Exist became my main journal system after that. And my nightly review already took about eight to ten minutes depending on the day between checking in on this on the spreadsheets to writing down things in Exist and tagging them. And then on top of that, journaling takes an extra ten minutes. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to do an extra ten minutes on all to- on top of everything. But uh, whenever I think it was like right, right around the time that I suggested that we should review the theme system journal was when I decided to pick it up again. And I think that overall, I find that my my days are better when I journal at the end of each day, <laughs> especially like with writing down my general thoughts in the day and the good things and the bad things. Like it kind of gives me a moment to like really think about what happened and like where to go from there. And uh, as CTP Gray says, and multiple times in his videos and in Cortex, He's like, journaling is ridiculously effective. It's way too effective for like what a like how simple of a task is. Because it really is. Like it doesn't matter how you journal, either written or or I guess by typing it out, just to take that moment to like reflect on things, like really, really uh helps you I guess like acknowledge the day happened and want to know where to go from there. It's a good way to kind of like correct your own habits. He's like, Oh, you start writing these things down, you know it's a trend, or you just think about it for a while. Like how I write in my journal. 
my handwriting is already bad. It's really bad in my journal <laughs> because like I write yeah. on my lap in bed, which is not like the ideal angle to write. And so I mostly did it as a reflection thing and like I like to reread it. So I'm trying to get better at writing better into it. But the main goal is to reflect and I don't care if it looks bad. What matters to me isn't going back and looking at the journal entry. It's about that, that moment right there of writing everything down is what's important to me. So yeah, that's my, that's my habits with the theme system journal. Future, future you will appreciate good writing. I know I'm working on it. So that's <laughs> what I am working on, especially with doing all the archiving. And I don't know if you've bought any more journals since I got you one last January, but I actually bought three extra after I finished that last journal. And I'm only on my second journal right now since I fell out of habit for a bit. Uh, but I'm planning on going through them. Well, I did. Yes, I had gotten new planners and I have a jar of journals <laughs> and I did get like a new calendar dated journal and then the current one, the disc bound Ugmunk mm-hmm. journal that I'm now using, I get to use now, uh, that I filled the other one up. So, But I've kind of put a, a soft ban on myself from buying notebooks and journals because I ha- already have too many as it is that I don't use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that. I'll buy too many. I will buy journals and I'll never use them. So I get that. There's like a lot of like, there's a like nice rush of dopamine every time you buy a journal. So. Yes, yes. And I'm starting to try to move towards something that I can reuse. And that's these disc bound journals. So I already have a disc uh, puncher. I could uh, just replace the pages with something else and I can still have the cover and just reuse that going forward. So I'm trying to move to something like that, reusable, Mm -hmm. if you will. So I'm not having to continue to buy uh, new journals all the time, but I yes to answer your question, I did buy a new journal um, uh, after the thing since I was using that because uh, I have this. I also you know I I use them a lot. I have my book notes notebook mm-hmm. that I write my thoughts after reading books and quotes. And That's stuff. a great idea. Uh, I I would be. I mean, I still reflect on books. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I. I I, yeah, I love it. It helps me make sense. And that's what I use if we do reviews and stuff like that. So it's a notebook that I'm using, which is the Blossom or whatever from um, uh, Van Gogh yeah. uh, that I got when I was in Amsterdam. So I use that and, uh, to record all my notes and quotes and, and sticky notes and everything for all the books that I read. Uh, and then I try to uh, turn that into a review. So it's nice to go through that and see what my thoughts are when I'm reading a book. I am behind on some documenting of books, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I use them for that as well and many other uses and stuff like that. So I'm always buying new books, but I've kind of trying not to buy new journals. Yeah, yeah I have actually I have given a travel journal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we should I do a whole take, episode about take, your journal take, collection, just like one of our, <laughs> our off-topic episodes. Mark's journal, uh, they, or was it, what they call it? Like, it's like the people that like taste wine. I can't really call it, but like you like that for journals. Like you, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a journal yeah. connoisseur. That's not the word I'm looking for. I'm a journal connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> I have a journal for my journal. <laughs> That's my um, journal-like journal. 
it's like <laughs> it's like goes into set theory at that point you reach the point like the set that contains all sets including itself <laughs> like yes. how, how many journals can you have <laughs> all of them <laughs> yeah. well uh this is I guess a bit of a short topic i'd recommend if you're looking for any kind of inspiration for the theme system journal if you're curious about getting one before i'm saying this before we're getting to the review but <laughs> Uh, the Cortex subreddit is pretty good with uh, people posting things at their theme system uh, journals. Uh, I think that's just R Cortex and that's C O R T E X. Uh, uh, those have, I think, have some discussions about how they use theme system journals. Uh, the theme system journal website also is good for inspiration as well. And also the Cortex podcast is great too, since I'll talk about since they both use it. Uh, one thing that's interesting about it too is that uh, I guess to go to the Cortex podcast is that Mike uses his every day while Gray only uses it when he's trying to work out problems in his life. So the different approaches to even using a thing that's supposed to be flexible, they even uh, suggest using it in different ways because like each brain is different. So the theme system journal itself is more of like a format than an actual method. Although I kind of stick close to the method with my, with my uh, blocks being similar to that of the suggested blocks. Uh, the overall uh, it is a very flexible system. So I think it's time to get to our review. Uh, Mark, what's your opinion on the journal? And, not, and I guess, yeah, the journal system is meant to be flexible. So how, what's your opinion on the journal, not the method? What's your opinion on the journal? Uh, I mean, the journal's pretty standard yeah. for me. Um, so I would give it a three out of five. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, for me, it's just, it's a journal. Yeah. Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's not too much to it. If you like structure, um, if you like predefined boxes, it does give you that, and you can kind of create within it. Um, I know there are some people that that do actually like the structure when they're journaling, yeah. so they do want to know like where what to put in each section, and so they can easily define that. They don't have to spend their time like in some bullet journal drawing the boxes and all that other yeah. stuff. It's already done for you. It's easy. That's why I like it. But yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's ready for you. You just start you just start writing or you say, you know, this is what each section is. For me, I have to uh, I work the opposite. I like the free form and then I like to to structure uh, based on what I'm doing. Um, and then I like having that structure changed. Uh, if I do something else. So I just, I don't like any boxes or grids or anything like that. Just give me the, the dot, the dot grid. Um, and I'll choose what to do with that. So I like greater flexibility. So yeah, it's, it's, it's that it's just, it, it's all good. It's not bad or horrible or anything. Yeah. Um, I found the use for it. I like it and it's good. So three out of five for me. All right. I guess for me, I'm going to actually do, two I, I guess you could include your number on this one too but i'm going to do two different reviews since i'm thinking about it as you're talking about it as a journal okay i agree that uh uh the structure for me is nice and i do enjoy that i like the structural i like structured flexibility uh which is what this thing offers i do wish that there were some like some different options to do with it but uh for that reason i give it a four out of five as a as a journal itself I really do. It works better in my brain that way. Uh, however, I think that the method could be applied to anything. You could do it to uh, a Notion document. You could do it to like your own like cheap notebook you buy from the store. And that yeah. would, the method then would be 
reflecting on what your theme is and what you want to focus on. It would then also be reflecting on your days with however you want to reflect upon it. So in a sense, it's having four different topics you reflect on. So that could be, in my case, good, bad, thoughts, and forward. And then uh, the final part is to score your day, which I've been doing for years before I even bought this notebook. And that has uh, those you could always do on any other, any notebook out there, any variety of things that you do out there, since I tend to do, uh, I tend to do Notion for the theme, as I said, Excel or Google Sheets for the uh, numerical reflection. And then I do an actual journal for uh, my daily reflections. And I think that in my case, if I want to be rational about this, if I want to be less wasteful, I should buy just like a standard like Moleskine notebook and then just kind of a standard dot grid Moleskine notebook and then just kind of write down everything. He's like, not every day do I fill out the dot column all the way. Most days I fill it to like a quarter to a half. If I, uh, if I want to save on paper, I should really just do a Moleskine notebook, make it continuous instead of each page being a new day and then go from there. But that's not the system kind of makes me feel there's a part of my brain that's like, this is a bit wasteful to me because I don't use the front or the back and I don't fill in all the thought section. So I, I feel yeah. a bit wasteful about it, but the structure is enough there to kind of keep me rigid and, and rhythmic with this whole thing. And so if I kind of like read, write out everything each day and I might try that out and actually get an actual notebook uh, that has like just a dot grid pattern, but that's TBD. So as a method, I give it a five out of five since it's a, it's a method of constant reflection which is very important, but as a journal, it works in my brain just enough, but it feels a bit wasteful at times. So I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Uh, do you have any? So that's what I'm gonna offer up to you. Do you have any thoughts on the method, Mark? On the yeah, on the method, I would agree with you. If I'm somewhat applying the method uh, for what I do, so that would be a four out of five for me. Uh, regarding the method, um, I am a big fan of reflection. Everyone needs to do it. Yep. <laughs> and some people don't, but I, I think it's everyone needs to, to do it. And sometimes it, you, may, you can do it too much, but it's always good to have a system in place to reflect upon the things that you're doing, your thoughts, your process or whatever. So whether you, you, you're using it daily uh, as a journal and you're reflecting upon your day, what went well, you know, what didn't go well. Um, if you, I do that weekly. So, uh, at the end of the week, I, I kind of review back on, um, but that goes in my planner for, <laughs> I had a note in my planner for the week of how I thought the week went. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very different process for me, or I think was it gray that you said that uses it when he's trying to work out a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so when it comes to that, I, I think uh, the method uh, is pretty good and it works for me in the particular use that I use it for uh, uh, daily meditations, for stoicism. I will also add that we didn't talk about that I do like mm -hmm. I because I use the book differently. I don't use it in this way. In the book, on the pages, the main pages, actually all the pages, in the bottom right corner, is a little perforated edge and you can use that if you've completed a goal for the day or something like that um, or however you want to use it I imagine like if I filled out and I was able to complete a review for the day or something yeah. like that and to mark that page complete you can just pull on that little tab and it rips it out 
So then when you complete with the book, you can have, you know, pages. Oh, yes, the tabs. Yeah, show. it's really cool. They cut the yeah. progress bar, I think. It's yes. Like a visual progress yeah. bar. So I do like that. Yeah. I don't use it. I just thought I would um, uh, mention that if people are planning to get it, to use it as a daily journal or, you know, for them completing particular days or something that they challenge themselves in that journal and, they, and they're doing their review, uh, that they can use that as a, a marker, if you will, to kind of flag that page and you will kind of have that progress bar at the end of the day. So yeah, those, those are my thoughts. I, I do like the method. I, I enjoying applying on that method for the particular use that I have. Uh, so that was a four out of five for me. In the meantime, you could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at productive lab, where we barely post, but we still post occasionally. You could also check out our website, tpl.show or the productivelab.show where you can find all of our previous episodes. You could follow me, Kyle, at KyleSQ9 on Twitter. You could follow all my blog posts at quadrant9.net. And you can also read all my fiction at jonathankweb.com. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at bundown.email slash KyleSQ9. However, I haven't updated in about a month because that's the way newsletters go sometime. And so that's everything about me. How about you, Mark? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkio. That's AskMarkio. You can also find my blog and newsletter at AskMark.io. And that makes it for this episode. We'll catch you next time. Stay productive. on my blog post at quadrant9.net you can hear my dog bark <laughs> he, I guess he doesn't like my blog so uh, <laughs> hey come on it's okay we almost made it without I a know, dog bark uh, he always likes to be in here while we're recording I think he finds my voice relaxing